link, uh, the anchor link is on so that you can check out the, the page out there as well. Um, for those who want to listen to the podcast of the show. So welcome again, guys. Trust your day is off to a great start on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Trust your Monday is going well. And I hope you had uh, an interesting weekend, a wonderful weekend. Um, I had a bit of um, an interesting weekend because um, I got some sad news yesterday uh, about the passing of a schoolmate uh, from Yabatek, um, Temidayo da Silva. And it was a major shakeup, um, and as death often is. Um, a, a few years back, he had a major medical emergency, and me and a few other people thought that it had passed, uh, only to hear about his passing over the weekend. Um, I contemplated not doing this uh, edition of the show today, uh, but thought to do it still. Um, so I will be dedicating this episode to Timidayo da Silva. My heart goes out to his family and friends. I pray God grant you the fortitude to bear this loss and may his soul rest in peace. Okay, uh, for all Yabatech uh, people who actually are going to Mr. Mindaya, my heart goes out to you guys. I am with you. We are one in this. Okay, um, so now uh, with that sort of um, the shout out to the admin of the um, Association of Comic Bookmakers of Nigeria, Akman, and the topics they have been throwing all over and um, out over the page on Facebook for the last couple of weeks. Uh, for discussion and contributions. These um, are good for the industry. These contributions and, and questions that have been put in are actually good for the industry in Nigeria. And one of those topics formed the basis for this particular episode of the show. All right. So um, I, I have often shared privately and a few times publicly my view, my view on African comic book industry and exactly what I think could be, should be done to get things done right. So um, a lot of those things, or those views are going to be shared uh, on the topic today, particularly about the making of an African superhero or comic book character, or even comic book types itself. What exactly uh, is there? What does it constitute? And how do you make one that you think might be effective? We'll be looking at that today. Uh, Senor Shops, Senor Shoops, and um, R53 Mikey Don joined on Instagram. Like, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Okay, so that's what the, it's going to be based on out here. So we're going to be talking about making African comic books. And then the discussion has been on for a bit to determine the exact definition of what an African comic book is, or as it's often put, uh, to clarify things, they say, what is a true African comic book? I'm like, uh, the truly African comic book, what, what is it about? Um, arguments about spandex or no spandex, animal skin, juju, spiritism, witches and wizards, science or no science, you know, African technology, ETC, and all of that. So we're, we're going to add a voice to this um, discussion to perhaps help us all along in, in the way to understanding more about the context uh, towards creating better African comic books and characters. All right? So the goal is for us to add our voice to the discussion towards uh, helping us all understand some of these things better so that we can all create better African comic book characters and books. Now, so today we'll be looking at a few things. Um, as we always like to outline some of the things we'll be talking about. Um, so some of the things we'll be looking at today is one, uh, what is African comic books or African superhero characters? Does the concept of uh, African superheroes, does the concept of superheroes exist in African literature or culture? That's the second thing we'll be looking at. And then uh, we'll be pointing some tips on what to keep in mind when creating a book or character for it to be termed African. Okay, so those are the three things we'll be looking at. First, we'll be looking at what, what it means for an African, for a comic book or a character to be African. And then what are the concepts of superheroes exist in the African context? 
and what to keep in mind. Uh, but you can guidelines of what to keep in mind when creating one for yourself. All right, so uh, let's get started on that. For those who are just joining us for the first time, this is a conversation, not a lecture. So that means you can contribute, ask questions and comments on what we're sharing here. You might just be giving somebody insight into things they obviously uh, they might not have an idea about right now. So feel free to comment. Uh, for uh, those joining up also, you might uh, see past episode on my page on Facebook, go watch the videos on my page, or log on to www.anchor.fm uh, to listen to podcast of the show, which is actually going on right now. So anchor.fm slash create or die trying. The link is in the comment section on Facebook. You might want to uh, check that out. Okay, so um, first and foremost, let's look at the, the first angle. And also, uh, also a, a kind of reminder, the show is being shortened now. We're not going to be doing a full hour as we've been doing for, for, for how many years now. So we're going to shorten it now, basically to allow a lot more people to, be able to participate on the show because uh, we found that a lot of people uh, can't watch up to an hour of video in data is something now common and all that. So we're trying to shorten it to make sure it is in bite size enough for people to watch it quickly and get what we're talking about. Um, sorry, Kali, Colors, Colors, Colors Insta joining and uh, Snow Goose Girl joining on Instagram Live. Snow Goose Girl, Colors uh, Insta, thanks very much for joining us on Instagram Live. Gani Maruf on Facebook says, uh, it's a long group, but it's possible. We have to start. We have to just start. It's exactly that's what that's why we're doing this today. Let's look at the way to get the road uh, to get started on the road towards creating better African comic books. Okay. So, first first question: What is African? All right. That that is something we need to define when it comes to creating African comic books. What exactly do we mean by African? Is it in the clothes? Is it is it the culture? Is it a tradition? Is it is it the names of the character? Is it the power that they have? Is it the place of birth? I mean, what exactly defines a character or a comic book as um, African? Okay, now, from all indications, we can only have either a Nigerian character, a Ghanaian character, a Ugandan, a Libyan, Egyptian, or Cameroonian character. It, it seems it's difficult to define what a, an African a comic book is, but to even define what African means, because... Um, Africa is a combination of countries, okay? It's a continent. It's not a single country. It's not even a single tribe. So there are a variety of tribes in Africa with different cultures, different traditions, different names, different ways of dressing, different ways of addressing themselves, different ways of socializing. So exactly what does the word African cover? What does it entail, all right? Now, I know it's been a source of discussion for years, and people trying to um, either denounce it or agree with it that you can encase something in African uh, word and just call it African because it has calories or there are beads in, involved, so that makes it African. Okay, so a lot of a lot of it have been in, in that regard. But what is African is basically impossible to define. All right, uh, I'm of the opinion that you can only define it by culture, by tribe, not by the continent itself. All right, so um, in the general description of things, we can call anything that comes out of Africa African, but we cannot let that particular thing define all of what is African, all right? You cannot uh, take a particular comic book and call it European. Uh, if it's French, if it's British, if it's Irish, if it's uh, Swedish, I mean, do you just wrap them all up? If it's Italian or not, do you just wrap them all up and say it's European? No, you've got to uh, break it down eventually. Yes, the general description is it's from Europe, 
but that doesn't mean it's no longer French or it's no longer uh, 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 French. I mean, it's no longer Italian and it's no longer English or British. Okay, so we need to ensure that we don't get trapped in that. Okay, in many ways, um, it should actually be easy to grasp. Culture and traditions have been influenced by other cultures and traditions for years. There is no particular um, continent or culture or country that has its culture the way it was 500 years ago. Everybody has been influenced in one form or the other. Do I look African? Am I wearing African clothing right now? I mean, so even break it down, am I even wearing Yoruba clothing? I'm a Yoruba guy, so am I wearing Yoruba clothing? Is this English? Is this French? Right? Is this plainly European? Is it executive? Is it, what exactly is it right now? So our culture and what exists in social um, uh, operations right now, it's not exactly easy to make it definable as African. Akitaba Kalejaye, my co-host on Facebook, has joined us for the first time in quite a while. Wow, it's, it's, it's so good to have you, bro. Thank you very much for joining us today. I, I guess you have been out of the dimension, all right? Perhaps you have been in a different uh, dimension of the universe. I know you, you are all over the place. Anyways, thanks for joining us today. Okay, so um, the influence is there, which is making it harder to define what is African. Because I am no longer bearing my, in quotes, Yoruba name, does that make me less African? If I'm no longer wearing Yoruba clothing or, or living in the village, am I less African because I'm living in a skyscraper or because I'm connected to the internet? Does that make me less African? So we cannot really define what is African. We can only break it down further by saying this is Yoruba, all right? And this is Igbo, this is Aousa, this is Swahili, this is Kanuri. You know, we can only break it down towards tribes to get it right. So when creating an African um, uh, character, please take notes. You are not creating an African character in the entirety of its context. You are only creating a specifically tribe character out of Africa. Okay, so that being, being said, uh, the second question is, do we have the concept of superheroes in African culture and tradition or history? Uh, the short answer is yes, we do. Uh, we just don't call them superheroes, okay? We never did. Uh, we often call them warriors, we call them kings, and then we call them deities, all right? So we, we have always had superheroes, but we never um, created them, we never called them superheroes. Heroes are influencers, social activists, champions, uh, leaders, all right? They're leaders, they're, they're people like that. And just like superpowered beings from anywhere in the world, okay? Uh, if anyone is able to do more than what's agreed as normal, okay, the reactions will always vary, in, in, depending on the society or culture you are in. All right. Um, a, a while back in Europe, if you if you are able to cure people of insanity, um, you are either a witch or a wizard. You couldn't be regular. I mean, if you did things without using quotes from the Bible uh, to achieve it, it was heresy. You are either condemned to die or imprisoned till you change your ways, so to speak. And in most part of Africa, and I'm particularly sure of Yoruba land and Igbo land, we call this kind of people deities, kings, warriors. If somebody came out of nowhere and is able to walk sand into something, that is an aljono. That is that is a, a weird creature. That is not an that's not a regular idea. That's an abamieda, a weird one, a, a completely different person. And that person is able to do in quote supernatural things. We refer them as coming straight from Elidumari, from God himself, and that means they are not one of us. They are supernatural. They are deities. 
Okay, those are the people we refer to as superheroes. Now, Europe and Americas uh, grew to call their own guys, um, whether they're real or fiction, they call them heroes in whatever capacity, whether they're doing supernatural stuff or regular uh, people stuff. And then later on, they were called superheroes. Okay, now, so it's just in the language. Uh, metal is metal. Uh, no matter what each culture or traditional language calls it, the material remains the same. Description might vary. So while we never called our heroes superheroes, we call them by other names, and those, some of those names still stand now. And in fact, we have one of the most popular superheroes in Yoruba land being uh, Shangu, you know? So we have our heroes. I mean, and if you also look at um, some of the heroes or superheroes we have right now in uh, modern day uh, comic books, a lot of these things are basically like what we are, are deities and gods and warriors, but a different thing. Uh, Harry Potter is basically a wizard. Uh, Thor is a mystical a mythical deity. Spider-Man is possessed of an evil spirit. Yeah, <laughs> Venom, actually. Well, if you see somebody with some kind of black slimy thing all over his body, yes, he's possessed. Something is taking over his body. And Aquaman is a water spirit, okay, by much of anything. Aquaman is a water spirit, and Superman is either a gene or an angel. One of those two. By, by virtue of how we we'll describe him in an ancient African setting. Okay, so colonialism might have played a, a role in setting up uh, our heroes as not good enough, okay, over the years. I mean, um, they, they might have presented our heroes as inferior over the years, which have made it impossible for us to see uh, these heroes as superheroes. And instead, we refer them to an area that is not exactly popular culture because we don't think they belong to popular culture. Whereas the characters that we presently love and like uh, and are following all these comic books are exactly like these heroes that we are denouncing as not uh, uh, able to, re to relate with. Okay, so yes, we have the concept of superheroes in Africa. I know uh, one of our guests here uh, even postulated the fact that Jesus Christ is one of the greatest superheroes of all time. Like seriously, everything that happened in the Bible, a lot of people will tell you that superheroes existed in the Bible, plenty of them all over the place. They just were not called heroes, okay? I mean, Samson, anybody? Samson, anybody? Okay, so it's all about perception. It's all about language and description and how uh, these concepts and ideas are actually postulated and sold to the rest of us on the planet. So taking note of that. So with all of that being said, what are the things you should note as um, a, an African trying to create African comic books? Okay, I've got a comment here. Akita Bakarajai says, an African comic book is a comic uh, created by an African. I think it's that simple. Hmm. An African comic is a comic created by an African. What if the character created is a white man and the story is based in New York? I don't know about that. Okay, Paula Yanni is watching and then send Debrowski, Brian Novish. I look at this in the view of naming conventions. Okay. All right, I got to read this. This, this is kind of a long one. Um, naming conventions. Okay. All right, let's go. I personally um, kind of do not align with the whole idea of naming something African in order to uh, relate it to ourselves. In as much as this is a bit tough to do, and we often do it, I think it's a way of carrying pity or patronage without realizing what we are doing, or perhaps giving excuses for potential failure that may come up. Hmm, that's a, a very, very deep perception right there. Uh, we shall be able to stand up on our feet and not always attaching to the name African in order to influence and project our strength. I cannot um, help saying it's wrong, but just seeing it differently. We can explain um, that it's African, but not necessarily see it as African. 
Thor and Shango is also African or Greek, but right now it's neither. It's just Marvel. All right, now that's that's an interesting, very, very interesting um, <laughs> uh, contribution from uh, Debrowski. Okay, that's uh, Debrowski of uh, Bramunovic. I, I, I totally, totally get what you're saying in there in terms of sometimes we just rush to the African description to kind of excuse what we think might not be okay enough to put out there. All right, and that, that's a challenge for all of us as creators um, in, in getting things across. And perhaps when we talk about the things to note when you're creating one right now, uh, we might be able to uh, remove some of those thoughts and be able to define ourselves freely of a lot of things, okay? So, and also, Kakita um, Bakalajai's uh, contribution regarding, sorry, been dealing with family stuff. Oh, I hope it's not so serious. I hope everything is cool now, Akitaba. And also, African comic book is a comic created by African. I think it's that simple. Uh, for me, I am not so sure we can simplify it thoroughly. Uh, likely because if an African creates a comic book in Africa, but the comic character and things are not based in Africa, would that comic book be African? Okay. Does the content um, make the comic book or does the creator, the creator's um, uh, origin or the creator's background make the comic book? All right. Is Superman Jewish because it was created by Jewish immigrants? And I said, so do we, do we immediately define the comic book by the people who create them or by the content of the comic book itself. So we might want to look at it from that point of view. So here are a couple of things to note. When making an African hero's uh, character, African character or hero's comic book. Now note, I will keep putting the African word in quotes in all of the things here because it's, it's too uh, limiting the box, okay, for what you're creating, for it's just it's like, is the way people describe things. And I think one of the contributions I had on, on the Ackman page was to say that uh, people just call African African because it's easier. It's easier to just call it all African and be, and be true with it. Okay? It makes life easier to just say, oh, 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 yeah, those African comic books, just put them all in one box and throw them all out. Uh, well, that's not what we're going to do here. We're going to expand that box to make sure we are not defending anything by African. We're only using the word African here in context. Okay, so number one thing to note when you are creating an African comic book. One, it's a continent, not a country. Africa has, I think, 52 countries or well over that. Uh, so the first thing to note is that, no, you are not creating an African character. You are creating maybe a Nigerian, Zambian, Togolese, Sierra Leonean, Ethiopian, Madagascan a character. Okay, don't get stuck in the widely uh, repeated thought of Africa as if it's a country. It happens a lot of times. I see people say they have traveled around the world to China, uh, to Japan, to Africa. Like they just wrap up Africa as one other country that they've visited. No, that is not true. So you've got to realize that you are creating for a specific tribe, country. In fact, go down beyond even countries, go into tribes, into areas, because that is what will determine or will define exactly what you're trying to create. Okay? Then number two, the name can be anything. So far, your target audience can get it. Okay? Uh, Wisdom Armor joining on Instagram as well as Semak uh, uh, O. Semak O joining on Instagram as well. So, the second thing is that the name can be anything. So far, your target audience gets it. Just like in branding, naming your character is important. Uh, but what determines the important part of face is um, who you want to reach and how you want to impact them. So feel free to call your character crazy. 
if you know that it's going to be uh, easily perceived or accepted or pronounced by your target audience. Call your contact by Damosi, all right? <laughs> if you know that your target audience will be able to get it. Call your character X5. Call your character EXO. Call your character anything you want to call your character so far your target audience can get it. Same thing with branding. You are free to name your brand anyhow you want with only one proviso. Your target audience should get it. It doesn't have to sound African. It can be as English, French, British, uh, German, Chinese as you want it to be. The key thing is to ensure that your target audience gets what's going on. Number three, the clothes don't really matter. Okay? Um, one of the things we looked at at the beginning of this episode is uh, what exactly is African? I mean, am I dressed African? Do I look African right now? If I appear in a comic book, would I stop being African because I am wearing a shirt and trouser? Okay? So the clothes don't really matter. As you watch... Uh, this show, particularly right now, you are probably uh, not wearing any clothes from any African country or tribe. Okay? Uh, does that make you less African? The really important stuff is whether the clothes on your character, the clothes that your character wears, matches the story you're telling. Um, would Kente work better for your crime-fighting, flying woman? Uh, or would Agbada be more practical for your man of the bat? Alright? Would it even be more direct if it's something totally and obviously ridiculous? I mean, like um, uh, Nigerian Ninja, uh, was this uh, Mamode's character who uses slippers to beat people up, all right? Or would it even be more uh, it if spandex, would, would spandex align uh, better with your uh, 2178 Kano City story, all right? Or would your robotic arms or robotic parts fit into your alternate 18th century Benin Empire story? It depends on the story you're telling not necessarily uh, which part of Africa the character is coming from. You do not have to wear kente as part of your costume because you're a Ghanaian character. Okay, not everybody in Ghana wears kente. In fact, kente is practically ceremonial right now. So, the clothes don't really matter so long they fit into the storyline, the story, story you're trying to tell, which means by all intents and purposes, the story rules. Okay, that's number three. Number four, the audience is key. Who are you trying to talk to? Uh, are you talking to the modern city-dwelling Africans? Are you talking to Africans in the diaspora? Are you talking to rural Africans? Do you want to reach children or the parents? Um, do you want to reach children in specific areas of Africa? Because uh, children in different parts of even Lagos here uh, react differently to different things. Okay? Now, are you trying to reach Christian Africans or Muslim Africans or traditional Africans? Or are you mixing them all up? Maybe you're trying to reach modern city-dwelling Africans, Africans who are Christians or parents in uh, rural Something. What are you trying to do? Which makes, all right? The key thing here is to be very aware of what you're doing, all right? Know the audience as you are creating this content. Okay, that's number four. Number five, um, what exactly do you want to sell? And the key word here is in selling, okay? What exactly are you trying to sell as this coming creator? Are you trying to sell history? Okay? Are you trying to sell education? Are you trying to sell entertainment? Are you trying to sell science fiction, technology, afrofuturism? Are you trying to sell culture? Are you trying to sell tradition? Are you trying to sell spirituality? Or are you trying to sell some African belief system? Whichever thing you're trying to sell, be very aware of it because each one requires different level of research, different level of storytelling, different level of accuracy. If you're trying to sell history, there's a way to do it. If you're trying to sell education, there's a different direction for that. If you're just trying to entertain people, Feel free. Are you trying to sell sci-fi? It opens up a different set of doors. If you're trying to sell culture, 
then you've got to be accurate to the culture you're trying to sell. Are you trying to sell the tradition? Then you've got to be exact to that tradition. Are you trying to sell spirituality or a belief system? You cannot afford to present uh, the wrong uh, uh, belief system in your quest to, to sell that. So you must be sure of what you're trying to do. It is important to be aware of the direction you want to go with your character and title so that you can match your expected perception with the actual reception. All right? That is the one thing that we need to pay attention to. All right, um, the ca Dada Category 9, joining on Instagram. Dada Category 9, thanks very much uh, for tuning into the show. Okay, so define exactly what you want to sell in your African title or character. History, education, entertainment, sci-fi, culture, tradition, spirituality, or your belief system. Be very sure about that. Number six, language is also particularly important. Language and the way you describe things. Well, I, I've mentioned this before on one of those Akmon posts uh, back then. Um, Sci-fi can work. Uh, drama works. Witches and wizards is completely okay. Juju, jazz, anything you want to do will work. Uh, the idea is to be able to present it to your target audience in the way they fully get it. I mean, what stops Shango from being just the, uh, a scientist who lived in uh, 13th century Yoruba land, and was able to discover a mix of chemicals that, uh, when uh, embedded in a particular metal casing, um, it can attract uh, charged ions from the atmosphere in the form of electricity, which looks like lightning. And then because of the electromagnetic pulse and wave developed around him during that particular process, it can channel the electricity in any direction it wants it to go. Like, tada! All of a sudden, you have explained the god of thunder away in a scientific explanation. Or oh, by the way, that's comic science, not necessarily realistic science. You get that. But it's always about the way you describe things that makes it matter. Uh, I mean, what's the difference between uh, a waterbender and Oya? What's the difference between a beast boy of the Teen Titans and Oya who can transform into an antelope? And like, seriously, how does these things differ? It's just about description. How are they presented to the uh, intended audience? Uh, uh, the other characters we mentioned, um, like uh, Aquaman and and Spider-Man and Thor are presented in such a way that we can relate with them. We can, we can even support them in spite of the fact that on a normal setting, if they are presented in a particular way, we will be afraid of them. You are afraid of a mammy water or a water spirit. But Aquaman is appealing. It's cool. How? The way it's described, the way it's sold to you. Okay, so number seven. Also ask yourself, how far do you want this to go? All right? Is it going to be a localized influence situation or do you want an international acceptance? Mind you, uh, and a locally influencing uh, character can also end up being internationally uh, impacting. Okay? But you have got to start somewhere and be sure of where you are starting from. Okay? So you might just want to make sure you know, okay, I want to do this locally first and then let it blow. Or I want to go out all out to get international market and that's my first uh, direction before coming back home. So you might want to look at it in those ways. That's number seven. Number eight, and this I cannot overemphasize enough in all aspects, storytelling is super key, okay? We are Africans after all, and the core of our social life is in telling stories. Since we are not, uh, we are basically in an oral, uh, we have oral traditions, okay? Uh, we sing it, we dance our stories, uh, we tell it to our children in moonlit compound, we recite it to kings, uh, uh, the priests use it to deliver messages from the God. It is how we keep records, okay? Because we are mostly oral uh, or symbolic, our tradition, our culture is mostly oral or symbolic, um, storytellers are revered. Okay, and now either for serious documentation of events, uh, like uh, a, a musician or a ballad, or a, a, 
uh, what they call it, there's something they call them, is it a ballad? Um, a bard. A bard will always follow uh, the warriors to battle to create songs about their, 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 their encounters on the battlefront so that when they get back to the village, the, the bard is the one that's presented uh, in, in the village square to sing of the exploits of these generals and all these warriors and how the battle went down, even if it was a loss. Okay, so we, we, we enjoy storytelling, it's what we do. And even for spiritual commentaries, it's, it's how we tell things. Uh, the fire priest will, will tell you about the story of a previous king during about the last time that this, that did this to tell, uh, to deliver a new message to the present king. Okay, so we engage better with good storytelling. It's in our hearts, it's in our scripts, it's in our settings. So when you are trying to get a comic character created, remember the storytelling in your drawings in your arts, in your scripts, and in the settings you put your characters in. It is, it is, it's supposed to be in the names, okay? And if you check African names, most of it would have a story or two behind it. Come on, Abidemi, and, um, and uh, other names, I mean, Akisudire, Akewande, Akishede, you know, things like that. And your basa, you would have a name with a story behind Most African names always have a story behind it. We love telling stories. Storytelling is your key winning point for any African title you are creating. Okay? Now, number nine. This follows almost immediately after storytelling. Cool art is not what it's about. Okay? We cannot um, say this again. Uh, the art is not... For, for telling an African story, it's not about the art being cool. Okay? It's about being able to tell the story believably. Whenever you talk about storytelling, a lot of creative people, a lot of artists in the comic uh, industry tend to think you yeah, are talking to the writer that is the one that's telling the story. No. The artist, the color, the letterer, the graphics person, the, the writer, everybody's involved in the storytelling process. If one of you misses out on the storytelling process, the storytelling is lost. 